If you've been wishing, hoping, and dreaming about taking your business from six figures to multi-six figures or multi-six figures to seven figures, then I wanna make sure you get our new free guide, the multi-six and seven-figure scaling roadmap. Inside the guide, I pulled back the curtains and I shared all the strategies that I used and they can help you too. First, they can help you triple your monthly sales. I shared proven strategies with you that led to a 3X increase in my monthly sales. Second, I show you exactly how to crush your limiting beliefs. Say goodbye to doubts like, you can't charge that much and there aren't enough ideal clients for you too. Third, how to only work with ideal clients. I show you how to become the go-to expert and attract only the perfect clients and referrals. And finally, I show you how to quantum leap to $20,000 plus every single month. I show you exactly how to take a quantum leap from 8,000 per month, for example, to 20,000 a month. You can absolutely break through your upper limit barrier and enjoy five and six figure months every single month. Make 2024 your dream come true year by downloading your free guide today. Just click the link in the show notes below. Welcome to Double Your Sales Now, where you'll discover top resources for selling strategies, powerful tips, and best practices to open your mind and performance to the next level. You can double your sales too. So let's get to it with your sales coach, Ursula Menches. To double your sales now. Today, Wendy Byford and I will be discussing how to double your sales while retaining your profit. Get out a piece of paper and a pen. You're going to want to take some notes. Wendy, I'm so excited you're here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited about this, Ursula. We're going to have a lot of fun. And a shout out to Rebecca Hall for making this connection and this introduction because Wendy and I have had a lot of fun getting to know each other. And you know, I think so much in this time of, of you know, just difficulties and challenges out in the world. I really want our podcast, our show to be a place where you can come and relax for a little bit, get some information, and we might even have a few laughs along the way. So I want to thank our listeners all over the world. We're so grateful for you. We're celebrating our 50,000 this. <laughs> uh, we've had 50,000 downloads. So thank you all for continuing to listen. I know some of you are back on the treadmills. You're back in the gyms. It's very exciting. So you might not have a pen there, but I'm glad that small businesses are opening up again. And I'm, I'm so glad you're here. And if, if you're having a tough time, in your business, know that we want to support you. If there's anything we can do, please remember to email us at contact at salescoachnow.com. It also is Suicide Prevention Month, and I just want to make sure you know we have in the show notes the um, 800 line. It, it's a time when mental health is very important, and a lot of um, suicide hotlines are up a thousand percent. And my family, I've shared this on the show before, has been touched by suicide and other things. And it's a, something that's near and dear to my heart. And so we're with you. We support you. Um, if you need help, definitely um, call that line and get the support that you need. And in business, we want to support you in all ways. And with that, if you haven't yet, um, go to salescoachnow.com forward slash gift. We have a gift for you. And this can be a way to give you a balance in your sales. It's called Six Secrets to Doubling Your Sales. It's just a PDF. It's super simple. You can put it on your desk and it'll lift you up um, and give you some inspiration right now. Also, because you're a podcast listener, you get a special, um, special investment price point to come to Sales Camp. So if you haven't been to virtual sales camp yet, you know, it used to be in person, you know, shoulder to shoulder. Now it's in person on Zoom. So come and play with us. Um, there's a special way for you to do that. Email us at contact at salescoachnow.com. 
If you are over 100,000 in revenue, we have a new program for, for you. It's called our 2X Intensive. I'm over the moon excited about it. We just put it out into the world and we have um, clients who are joining us for it this month. So if that's something you're interested in, go to salescoachnow.com forward slash apply, send us your information and we'll get you the details. With that, I'm so excited to introduce you to our guest today, Wendy Byford. Like many entrepreneurs, Wendy cut her business teeth in corporate America. I did that too. Many of us mm -hmm. have. Working with her employer's largest and most challenging international clients, she learned to look past the corporate posturing to what the client really needed and to think way outside the box to provide it. After leaving corporate America and doing some real estate investing, she set up a company to form corporations and limited liability companies. However, she had noticed earlier in forming her own LLCs that no one seemed to care about teaching entrepreneurs how to look after their entities. After setting up, count them, over 30,000 entities for more than 25,000 clients and giving these clients tools and coaching to learn how to manage their entities, Wendy is now focused on building Biz Engaged LLC, an educational and coaching company dedicated to helping entrepreneurs minimize the negative impact of lawsuits and audits by teaching them how to take control of their systems and processes so they look to the court and the IRS like professional managers of professional organizations with proof. And as an added bonus, once their systems are in place, they can turn the running of their back offices over to their assistants so they can get on with what they do best, serving their clients and growing their businesses. We have not covered this topic on the show yet. So Wendy, I'm excited you're here. And it's interesting, I've had two conversations recently from good colleagues of mine out in the world who are doing great things, who have had horrific things happen on the lawsuit front and related to the areas that we're gonna talk about today. So I think this is very timely. I also think that um, we can never be too prepared. So don't panic, take notes, and you're gonna know, you know some of the steps that you should take. So you know, before we do that though, Wendy, I, wanna, I want you to share your story with our listeners so they can get a feeling of you know, your background, what brought you into the space. And we always wanna know if you had any limiting beliefs about selling when you first started. So let's start there. Wow. You know, I, I don't think there's a person born who doesn't have a limiting belief somewhere about sales. Amen. I, I mean, it just, you know, we're, we're not born that way. All of us, you know, unless you're a star child or something, you, you end up with some kind of a limiting belief. And what I found um, was that there were, there were a couple of things. Because of the area that we're in, I mean, let's face it, when you're talking about limited liability companies and corporations, it's dry as toast, right? <laughs> Nobody wants to hear this stuff. It's not sexy like marketing and, you know, social media and all that stuff. It's, it's not something that people think, well, you know, I really have to get into because I have to learn sales or I have to learn this or whatnot. We're talking about the stuff that people want to shove in their bottom drawer and never look at, right? Maybe if you're lucky, you can get them to pull out their company record book, dust off the spiders and the cobwebs and open it once in their lifetime. <laughs> Nobody wants to listen to this stuff. And, and part of the limiting belief wasn't around the fact that I couldn't sell. What, what people kept telling me was, you can't sell this. Nobody wants to know about this. Everybody wants to ignore this. And I kept saying, but, 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 people need to know this. Horrible things are going to happen if they don't know this. And so after the last go round, after arguing with someone for it must have been like four or five months, that this is what I was going to sell. 
he finally just kind of threw up his hand and said, okay, go out there, shoot yourself in the foot, do whatever you want. And so we had to sit down and take a look at the fact that our sales funnel wasn't cold. It was ice, right? Nobody knew about this. Nobody cared about this. Nobody wanted to know about this. And yet the, the topic was so important and getting more important by the month. Because think about this. The, the economy is down, right? There's all of the things that have happened with all of the businesses who are going out of business, all of those things. The economy is down. The company has been giving away, or the company, the government has been giving away money hand over fist. So your, your taxes are down, we're giving away money, and so what's the IRS gonna be doing for the next little while? It's gonna be looking for money, right? So where does the IRS get money when you say you don't have any, right? They audit. And so what you're going to find is that if you're not prepared for one of these audits, bad things can happen. And we wanted to be able to prevent that because there are simple things that you can do. And I'm, I'm not equating simple with easy, all right? There are simple things that you can do to put yourself in a much better position so that A, if you end up in court in a lawsuit, the court doesn't come along and say, hey, you're not running your business properly. You're just pretending that your business isn't even there. So we're just gonna go after everything you own right? That, that, that wonderful protective wall you thought you had with your company, that's gone, right? We'll just go after everything you've got. Or if you're in an audit, the IRS says, you don't have a business. You're not running this like a business, right? So all of those wonderful tax benefits that you got, all those losses you took, all those things, eh, gone. So we wanted to put people in a position where this wouldn't happen to them. And we just kind of stuck to our guns and said, people, people need to know this. And I'm going to keep on this path until I can get people to understand how important it is and what they can do to put themselves in a much better position. So that was kind of the one limiting belief, not that I couldn't sell it, but that people wouldn't want to know. The other thing, of course, is that, as you know, Ursula, we all have our ceilings, right? Of what it is that, um, that we think that we can sell and what we, we think we can't sell. Mm -hmm. And so, an, an interesting test of this, I think, is probably a, a better way to put it, was um, we, we did a course. We created a whole course around what people needed to know, and we put it through a beta in July. And I had the best students that you could ever ask for. I mean, if the universe could have rounded up the best 37 people in the world, this would have been them. Wow. And it was a great beta. We got wonderful feedback. We got great testimonials. Everything went really, really well. Um, we recorded everything. We did our Q&As and recorded them. Everything was, was wonderful. Got terrific feedback. And I kept in touch with these people. And so my thought was, well, we're going to have this course and I'm going to sell it by webinar so that we do webinars, some of them live, some of them recorded over a period of time so that we can get this information out to the world. And in working with that beta group, what happened was that I had an epiphany, if you like, one of those things that happens when, when you're not expecting it. Uh, I found that the students, as I kept in touch with them, kept hitting these kind of roadblocks, these little speed bumps. So they'd be going along and they'd hit this and go, bump. Okay, 
I tell them how to get over it. You kind of push them gently over it. Great, right? go running again, and then they hit the speed bump. Like, bump. <laughs> okay, push them over that one. And this 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 kind of uh, was going on for a little while. And I thought, you know, if people just take the course, this isn't going to help them because they're going to hit these road bumps and they're going to stop, right? Because the information isn't so engaging that it's like reading a novel. You're just going to keep going, right? <laughs> You're just going to stop. So this needs to be a coaching program using the course as a base, as a foundation. So we had to pivot everything around to accommodate that and then figure out what this would look like and then add in all of the things that they were going to need. So we had to add in things like um, an asset protection assessment from our attorneys and a tax assessment from our CPA and all of these other things and bundle it together. And of course, when we did all that and we priced it out and we looked at the sales team and everything else, I looked at the price and I remember thinking, my mind went blank. <laughs> and, wow. I was like, and my thought was, is this a limiting belief? <laughs> um, and then I thought, you know, you just got to bite the bullet and do it. Because if you let it stop you, then this doesn't get out to the world and the people who need it don't get helped. And I've fought so long and so hard to get this out to people that I'm not gonna let this stop me. And so we just set the price point and said, this is it, we're moving on. So when you ask about limiting beliefs, yeah, there were a couple. Um, and it was just one of those, you know, being maybe too, um, boneheaded to listen to them or whatever. But. I, think it was, well, I want to unpack. You just shared a lot and I want to make sure we unpack this because I think that many people can relate to your limiting belief that people aren't going to want what we have. At the same time, when they hear your story and what you had to overcome, it's going to help shift their belief that, oh, what I have to sell, you know, there, there's other evidence out there, people are already selling it. For most of us, there's other, other people selling what we're selling. For you, you were really pioneering a new area. And, but you, you're, passion, we talked about this on your telesummit, your passion, your purpose, your why was greater than any of your limiting beliefs. So you kept going. Interesting about your, um, the pricing limiting belief too, because at the same time, there must've been a part of your brain that said, at the same time, the value that we're putting into this and, and the, the, the return, because the return is keeping people financially healthy right and not being audited and not having to go through I don't even know I don't even want to know all the places and things that could happen so yeah. the, the potential return the value was so high and again it sounds like your purpose your why that why you're on the planet why you're doing this one out do you want to talk a little bit about that and how important your purpose and your why has been to set pricing to keep going to keep selling um it has been just I mean it's it's interesting because I, I'm very blessed. My husband and business partner um, have been so supportive. My business partner is a CPA. My husband does a lot of the technical stuff in the company. And they've been very supportive. My husband kept saying, you don't understand the value of what you're bringing to the marketplace. Mm. And I actually had somebody else sit me down and say, what would happen if somebody went into court and they looked like they weren't a professional business. And I said, well, you know, they'll get their, their corporate veil pierced and people can then go after everything. So if the judgment is bad, instead of containing it in those steel walls of your LLC, people are just running rampant all over your house, your car, your, your savings accounts, as well as everything in your business. And you could end up bankrupt. 
And he said, so what do you think that's worth? <laughs> and, my, and again, my brain stopped. It was kind of like, uh, <laughs> yeah, a whole lot of money. <laughs> so, so once you, you, as you say, when, once you've got your why of, look, I don't want this ever to happen to anybody. I don't want anybody to go into an audit feeling unprepared, feeling nervous. Uh, I want people to go into these situations going, look, if it goes against me, I'm still in command. Yeah. I still have everything, you know, set up so that it's not a problem. I've, I've been audited. Um, and, and it was, I mean, it was absolutely fair. I say it's absolutely fair because it went for about 30 minutes because we had everything in place, literally everything the auditor asked for down to the posters on the wall for the employees. I had my bookkeeper there. I had my CPA there. Everything that she asked for was in a folder on a desk that we cleared. And yet you better believe it. We cleared the office. <laughs> we cleaned that, that sucker. We sent everybody else home. We kept the bookkeeper and the CPA and, and the audit literally took 30 minutes. And she said to me, you, look, you guys are doing a great job. She said, I have the authority to go back three years and I could have done that if you didn't have everything prepared. But she said, you guys are just awesome. You know exactly what you're doing. And you could tell from the moment she walked in that she had audited home businesses before. Because as my, my CPA liked to say, you have an office home, you do not have a home office. Mm. We had you know, like six employees running around plus the two of us in this house. Yeah. Um, and they came every day to, to do the business. And she had obviously audited home businesses before and not been impressed. Yeah. And so wow. it was like a 30 minute thing. And that's what I want for everybody else. I want you to be so prepared, have everything so ready that your audits take no time, that you, if you go to court, you look like a professional and there's no way they're going to pierce that corporate veil, even if you are a single person. Yeah, uh, you know, you you really want to, to look like you're a corporation, and as, uh, as you should, we, right? Yeah. And I know we're going to get to those strategies. I want to have you share the some of the strategies yeah. that you teach. Um, I was audited as well. I was audited when I left California and moved my corporation to Minnesota. And yeah. um, knock on wood, between my CPA and my attorney and everything, we had the pieces in place. But I I feel like I can never you know be more prepared. So I'm excited to learn even more from you to make sure. And I think you, you made a point earlier, usually we talk about, you know, what, how have you pivoted your business, but you mentioned it when we were chatting before, it's more about what's pivoted in the world and what's pivoted in the world. Like you said, is the IRS is going to be looking for money. And another friend of mine in California just mentioned an audit that's coming up. So this is the time to make sure that your ducks are in a row. Before we get there though, I want to, I want to talk sales strategy. So in this, this different time, you know, um, have you changed any of your sales strategies? Have you noticed that your, your clients want to communicate in different ways? Has anything shifted that you can share with our listeners? So our clients, um, to a large degree, um, have come to us, you know, been referred to us and whatnot. So we've not done a lot of, you know, a tremendous amount of, of marketing. Um, in this new business that, that we're bringing up, of course, everything's changed. And I, I was kind of thinking through, how are we going to deal with the course? And the course, and I, I had done, you know, a couple of sales funnels to just kind of do proof of concept stuff. And, and we sold enough that I said, okay, well, there are people out there who really want to understand what's going on. And so... Uh, so yeah, let's, let's keep going with this. And I thought, well, we'll do a series of webinars and kind of like we did with the beta, the beta course. And that's how we're going to sell the final version. 
and then listening to my clients and having to pivot that into a coaching program and into a higher price coaching program because we're building in attorneys and CPAs and all that sort of stuff um, made me take a step back and say, okay, so what am I doing now? And there was something that, um, that Russell Brunson said from ClickFunnels. Um, he said, you know, when, when you, you're trying to bring together your, your brand or whatnot, you want to you know, put people around you that, um, that can help you with that story. And, and he mentioned doing a summit. My first thought of doing a summit, honest to goodness, was, yeah, right. <laughs> My next <laughs> lifetime. Yeah, my next lifetime, I'm going to do a summit because the amount of work involved is just incredible. You have no idea. This is just, it, it takes so much effort to do this. And I thought, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to do that. Um, I'm, I'm going to do something else. But the more I thought about it, the more I thought, you know, if I'm going to bring value to my, to my clients, my potential clients, my current clients, I need to have people understand that there is a holistic way of looking at this LLC. You set this LLC up for a reason. It's for a business. And so there's a holistic way of looking at this. There's, there's an owner foundational part of things that you need to think about even before your business starts. And there's an LLC foundational part that you need to be thinking about. And then there's a business foundational part that you need to be thinking about. And we can put all this together in a summit with some wonderful speakers like you, Ursula. Um, and I was so happy to, to get you on the summit because you are an expert in your field, in, in that field of sales. That's so, so few people talk about with the intention of making it foundational. And of course, it, it is. Um, and so we thought, okay, now might be the perfect time because there's still a lot of people working from home. There's still a lot of people who are, you know, a little bit bored with what they're doing. And so maybe they'll take some time out to listen to, to these speakers on the days that they're, they're released. And of course, if you can't, it's no problem. We have a VIP pass, so you get unlimited access to all of these fantastic speakers. But it's one way of bringing everybody together around this topic in a holistic way that I hadn't thought of before, quite honestly. So I bit the bullet, <laughs> big time. Um, but two things that I learned um, in uh, corporate America, automate everything you can and outsource everything you can. <laughs> and so I, I brought on an absolutely fantastic team to help me with the launch. Uh, and they are worth their weight in gold, honestly, uh, to bring this, this great experience to people. And it's something that I hadn't thought of before. And I think partly um, it was a result of, of the pandemic because people are at home. They're much more likely to be, to be watching this sort of stuff. And I think the other thing was that just trying to figure out the very best experience to give people around this topic, the whole idea of this summit was born. And, uh, and we're, you know, if it goes well, we'll probably do this every year. Mm -hmm. interesting. <laughs> yeah, of course. Well, it seems like it's going well so far. And I think you made some great points. I mean, you prepared for it. You found the right team, all the things that as business owners, we learn by not doing. <laughs> so, yeah. And, and you brought something interesting too about, um, what Russell Brunson said in terms of surrounding your people, yourself with people who can add to this conversation and can be part of your community. And I think in this time of the pandemic, 
I know in my own business, and we've talked about this in the show, there's never been a more important time to be connecting with new potential strategic partners or people that you could be doing business with together, just people that you know are like-minded who support you. So I think that's a great reminder for all of our listeners, like who are you connected to? And interestingly, so many of the contacts that the people that I've shown that have shown up to do events with and that I've done with um, during the pandemic were people that I got to know during the Great Recession. I believe that great relationships are born during times of crisis, right? And those relationships last forever. So it's just another reminder, listeners, to reach out to those people you've thought about partnering with and figure out how to support each other right now. Yeah. We, I want to make sure we have time to talk about the strategies, some of the strategies you teach your clients. Cause I'm sure some of my clients right now and some of our listeners are like, tell us like, what should we be doing? Okay. You're an expert in teaching people how to really manage their LLCs mm-hmm. um, in a way that keeps them safe and just in their corporations in general. So take it away. What do you want to share with us today? Okay. I'll, I'll share with you a couple of things, kind of broad categories of things to look at. Um, when you go into a court or you go into an IRS audit, you, you absolutely need to look like a professional. And so going in with a shoebox full of receipts and a spreadsheet of your costs, it's not going to do it, guys. I'm sorry. You're going to look like an amateur, and the IRS is going to jump all over that and say, you don't have a business, you've got a hobby. Uh, and the court's going to look at it and say, you know, nobody in his right mind runs their business this way. So some things to keep in, in, in mind. Documentation is really important. Now, I know all of us hate it. Believe me, I know all of us hate this. Um, but there is a saying, you know, he who dies with the most documentation wins. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, especially when you're dealing with the IRS. So what you can do, and, and this is a wonderful change with the IRS a little while ago, is that the IRS will accept electronic copies. And so, you know, you can hire a high school kid for like, less than 10 bucks an hour to do scanning for you. Scan in everything that you get on paper, your invoices, your receipts, everything. Put them in a series of folders in the cloud so you've got them. And label these folders by month and by year. So just just do it. Just get get your, your high school student or whatever to do it to do this. Anything that you already get online for monthly payments on software or whatever it is, put them in folders in the cloud so that you've got those. And then have a to-do folder that you put things into for your bookkeeper. So your bookkeeper will then pull things out, will do them and put them into the correct folder so that you've got professional books. Now when you get audited and the auditor looks at your stuff and says, uh, what's this? You can just say to the bookkeeper, um, what month was that? Okay, go into the cloud, find that invoice, bring it down, show it to the guy and say, here, this is what it is. Now, that's going to to do two things. First of all, it will impress the daylights out of them, believe me, because no small business person can ever find anything, right? And then the second thing that it'll do is it'll show him that you're so organized, it probably isn't going to make sense for him to keep asking for this stuff because you've got it. So it's one of the ways of, of stopping the audit from bleeding over back a number of years because you've got the documentation. So get that started now. And then when you have the time, find stuff and then go backwards, okay? And build, build up your online uh, folders. And it's a simple thing to do, but it's really important because I'll tell you, if you start fumbling around, there's some people that I have heard, some CPAs that I've heard say, just be as messy as you possibly can. Then when they ask for something, keep looking at it and keep looking at it. And then, you know, when they say, you know, have you got it, just say, oh no, no, it's here somewhere. And then they'll, they'll forget to ask you to come back. 
no, these guys are going to be relentless and they're just going to see that you're totally disorganized and that's not what you want to show them. You want to show them that you are incredibly organized. You are a professional business person. So that's one thing to do. That's very simple, right? Doesn't take a lot of time. And Hey, you can give a job to a high school kid. What could be better? Okay. Next thing is make sure that you document all of your legal tax and financial decisions that you make. Now, I know nobody wants to write resolutions and nobody wants to write minutes, but I'm sorry, in a professional business, you, you document every important decision that you make. It's the way that business runs. And if you don't do that, even if it's just you, right? If you don't do that, then you don't look like a professional and you want it documented in English. Don't have to, doesn't have to be legalese, just in English, put it in your company record book. So when the IRS pulls your book, and yes, they will do that. Uh, lots of times, if it's the IRS, they will pull that book because they know that there's goodies in there, right? They'll go through and they'll start looking at this. Oh, and by the way, there was one resolution you have to have if you are going to expense items that are less than $2,500 rather than amortize them over a period of years. Don't worry if you don't know what I'm talking about. You can ask your CPA. There has to be a resolution for that. And if the IRS doesn't find it, they will disallow any expensing of those items. So just make sure that it's in there. So you're going to document all of those important decisions. So make sure that you do that. Get a cup of coffee on a Saturday morning when it's quiet, sit down with all the notes that you've made during the month for all the decisions that you've made. Just write up your resolutions then. It's not a big deal, okay? Just get it done. It's part of being a business owner, right? And make sure that your company record book matches the ownership of your company. I can't tell you how many times people say, well, that person left, then why are they still in the book? I mean, they were here, but there's no resolution saying that they left. There's nothing showing that they resigned as a manager or that they withdrew as a member. So the IRS looks at this and says, this doesn't match our records. Mm -hmm. Okay. So just make sure that you keep all that stuff up to date. So those are a couple of really simple things that you can do that will have a big impact on, on, on wherever it is that, that you need this stuff. Yeah. I mean, high level, look like a professional, document everything. Um, let's talk about the resolutions really quickly because I could kind of feel, and even I was thinking like, we make so many decisions. Like I feel like as the CEO of my company, all I do is make decisions every single day. Yep. And um, I'm a little bit OCD, so I could see myself taking this even more to the extreme. Um, and, you know, we have a process now that we follow to keep track of these, but I, I wouldn't say I do it at that extreme, extreme level. Mm -hmm. How do you know which decisions, give us, like, what's your formula for that? Okay, so we have a checklist, actually, uh, okay. that, that I'm happy to, to um, give to your, your people, absolutely, and a blank template. For, for doing the resolutions. And the checklist, you just go down the checklist, right? And see what it is that, that's on there. And if it's in the checklist, then you know that that's your starting point. Yeah. And also on the other side of the checklist, it kind of tells you what kind of, of details you should be capturing. Now in our minutes package, of course, we have detail sheets where they can just enter all the information, but you kind of get used to what it is that you need. And so you can just keep a little notebook and you just jot everything down at the time that you make the decision. Now. There's something that a lot of people don't know that I'm going to share with you. Um, and that is that the IRS cannot argue in a court that 
you didn't do something at the time you said you did it if you've got proof that you did. Now, now let me explain that to you, okay? So let's say as an example that you keep a driving log, okay? Because you charge mileage to the company, let's say. So you get in your car, you turn the key, you take out your little book or your, your um, electronic device and you type in what the mileage is, you type in you know, where you're going, who you're gonna be with, what the purpose is, et cetera, and you put that away. You go to your meeting, you come back, you turn off the key, you take out your little device or your book and you write down your ending mileage, right? The IRS cannot say that you didn't do it at the time that you said you did it, okay? They can't argue that. They're not allowed to argue that. So let's say that you've got a little notebook, like we have, we don't have an electronic app, we've got a little notebook in the car, sure. and yeah, it gets coffee on it and all the rest of it, but we've got this little notebook. So when we make those, those notations, the IRS cannot say that we did not make those notations at the time that we did. Got it. So if you've got a little notebook where you're making your decisions and you kind of scribble down a few details so you know when you're, when you're doing your resolutions what you're going to put in there, and you date it, the IRS can't say that that didn't happen at the time that you said it did or that those details are incorrect. They can't, because it's wow. contemporaneous with when you made the decision. It's not a month later when your brain might be foggy, it's actually contemporaneous with when you made the decision. In that yeah. moment. In That's that moment. phenomenal. We could talk all day, but I wanna thank you for giving us those, those great gems because our clients, I mean, and our listeners, this is not to scare you, let me be clear. This is to make sure that you start to take those steps to protect your business. Wendy, I want you to tell us um, a little bit about the Telesummit coming up, your seven-figure foundation, how to set up your LLC for, what's the last word? Success. Success. Yes. What am okay. I saying for success? How do we register? What's gonna happen? And we're also gonna have it all in the show notes. So what do you want our listeners to know? Okay, so this is gonna be taking place October 26, 27, and 28. And there'll be seven or eight speakers every day. So we'll open up the day and we'll have all of those speakers there for you. So day one is your owner's foundation. We're gonna be talking about all the things that you should have been thinking when you started your business. Maybe you thought of some and didn't think of others and you might have to do a little bit of rewind. No problem. Just go listen to these wonderful speakers and then you know, take some notes so that you might have to do a little bit of cleanup. Day two is going to be your LLC foundation. Um, that's when we're going to be talking about all of the dry stuff. But strangely enough, the attorneys that we have look great on camera. <laughs> they really do. They did an awesome job. And then uh, in day three, we have our business foundation. And that's where Ursula is going to be speaking and a number of other people about the, the sales and marketing side and pricing side, you know, the part that's on your head uh, of your business. And so all of that's going to be October 26, 27, and 28. To, be, to sign up, you're going to get a link from Ursula. So Ursula is going to be providing you with a link. And the reason why it's really important that you sign up with Ursula is that when you buy a VIP pass, then 10% of that money is going to go to Ursula's charity. So we're rooting for Ursula's charity. We want to make sure that, that all charities, you know, are, they're hurting so much right now. We want to make sure that they get a really good boost. So when you, when, you, uh, when you buy a VIP pass, it's not going into some nameless corporation uh, and they're, they're going to use the money for whatever. We actually, uh, when we send money back to Ursula, 10% of that we hold back and send to her charity because that is so important. And also we're giving 10% of everything that we make to charity as well. So, so we're, we're rooting for the charities in this one. We really want them to do well. So you're going to look for that link 
from, from Ursula. You can sign up under her link and then um, we'll see you all at the summit. And as I said, this is gonna give you a holistic view of your LLC, all of the things from those three perspectives in those three days. And of course, if you have a VIP pass, you can watch those speakers over and over and over again to your heart's content whenever you wish. Wendy Byford, this has been so much fun. Thank you for being here. And to our listeners, we chose one of our charities that's near and dear to our heart. I was on the board for a long time, so it's a shout out to Inspire Life Skills. You can learn more about them. They help youth who age out of the foster care system go to college. And some of you um, know some of the people there, and we're just excited to support them and their continued growth, and, and we just really love them. So um, thank you for supporting them. And I love this. We're supporting both small businesses and um, charities, as we love to do at um, Sales Coach now and double your sales now. So Wendy, thanks again. We appreciate it. We love you here. I, I've had a great time. Thank you so much to all of your, your viewers. I really appreciate your listening. Yeah, our pleasure. And to our listeners all over the world, we support you. If there's anything we can do for you, if you think of a show topic that you'd love to hear, even a solo show topic that I would just do, please send it to us at contact at salescoachnow.com. That's it for now. We'll see you next week. Bye everybody. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Double Your Sales Now. To get more information to take your sales to the next level, visit us at salescoachnow.com. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to tune in next week. And until then, we'd appreciate your review on iTunes.